Okay, Torah number four, which happens to be like one of those, like, this is what you're kind of waiting for pieces when you learn the Kutmaran. The first ones also, though some of those were a little more complicated. Um, just, uh, we try and bring the introductions that are brought in this Sefer Tovo Zechronos, but uh, the, the, the piece was given, he brings on Shvuis of 5561 and 1801. And uh, Rav Nachman was, uh, b- before giving this Taira, so he told the story about the Baal Shem Tov, that one of his Talmidim had a tremendous pain or an illness in his bones, and he sent a message to the Baal Shem Tov that anybody who does tshuva, so he, should, he shouldn't die before his time. And the Baal Shem Tov sent back that uh, essentially it's true that he did tshuva, but he had to do vidui in front of a tzaddik to be healed. The person wasn't willing to do it, and ultimately uh, he was nifter, and two of Rav Nachman's chassidim, who similarly had this bone pain, uh, also they, they were suffering this pain, and Rav Nachman told them about uh, the importance of vidui and how it helps rectify a person's sins which are a chakok, which are engraved in a person's bones, uh, and the, that on that Shavuos night, if they would speak out Tariag Mitzvahs, which is Mitzvahs is Loshon of Tzavta, Tzvas Bitzvas Asuya, like tongues that it brings together, uh, that, that preserve the integrity of the structure of their bones, I guess, so then they would have a, uh, they would have a tikkun, and he's going to bring it together, but it's going to be a... Uh, a little fast pace, but we'll, this, this piece will probably end up splitting, splitting to three weeks, but two, um, and maybe speak out a couple of things just to help make it a little accessible, but it's, uh, I think it's good. This piece also starts Lashon Rabbeinu Zechorna Levracha, which we spoke out in piece number two, that some of the pieces were told over and Rabbi Nassim wrote them down, and some of them were actually in Rabbi Nachman's notes, so the language, I guess I'm not sensitive enough to it, but uh, is a little bit different. Kisha Adam Yoidea so when a person knows that everything that happens to him or everything that happens is for the good, meaning that it could even be, we'll speak in a second, but whether, even if it's to bring a kapara or it's to inspire him to do tshuva, but everything is coming with taiv. This is called the Bechina of Me'ein Oilam Haba, where in, in times of Oilam Haba, so there's not going to be any tsar, there's not going to be any pain, we're going to go where there's going to be a certain clarity that everything is happening for the good. We're not going to be in the stage anymore where we have this, uh, this Ra that's even there for the ultimate good. If a person lives a life like that, so then even now they're living already Me'ein Oilam Haba. The source that a person has to be makabel, the that, that the things that happened to him, he should believe that they're for the taiv. Kamaisha Kasov, he brings a pasuk in line with this idea. Usually we speak of in terms of the Bechin of Rachmim, the name of Elohim, we usually think of as more in a, in a context of Din. And we see that both in terms of Ba'ashem HaHaladavar also and Be'eluhim HaHaladavar, however, a person, a Kaddish Baruch Hu is relating to the person, so in both places he's going to be a HaHaladavar in both cases. V'zois ha'bachin hi me'ein o'ilam haba. A person who lives like this, it is me'ein o'ilam haba. We're actually going to see later that Shemo, that the way that we relate to our Kaddish Baruch Hu, that Shemo is actually, is actually going to be uh, the same Bechina, so to speak. It's going to be reminiscent of Elohim. So Hashem Echad Shemo Echad, they're both coming together. So over there already in the Gemara it says, What now? Kaddish Baruch Hu is not Echad. Nothing changes. And the Gemara itself answers that 
That now we relate to things in different ways. It's true intellectually, we know in a certain that, that everything is Lataiv. Now we make a Taiva Metiv and Dayan MS. However, now there's no achdus. We see Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the way that we relate to it more because of our perception than than Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But the way that we relate to them is from Rachmim and Din. And at that time, it's going to be everything is going to become integrated. There's going to be an achdus and a yichud. She Hashem Hashem v'Shem Elokim achdus echad. So just to speak out, and then we're going to speak on the piece. But just one introduction, which comes more as we go through. He's going to be. We're going to be talking about a lashon of being mala malchus, that taking something and like elevating it back up. If you're taking something and you're elevating it back up, <coughs> then that means that you didn't start off there. Right? In other words, there, there's a difference between a person who's, let's say, walking in a dangerous neighborhood and he knows that uh, whatever he's on camera, he could push a button and somebody's going to save him in one second. And a person who's walking through and he just doesn't realize he's walking across traffic, whatever, he's walking and he doesn't even realize that he's in a dangerous situation in the first place. That's not necessarily called the Munabitachan. That's called a person who's not acknowledging the world that he lives in as being in a particular circumstance. <coughs> The, and and, and Pink has actually spoke, he didn't use exactly this example, but the, 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 there are times that life takes a, le- takes a left turn, <clears throat> right? A person who goes on a roller coaster, even if you know full well that you're going to end up on the platform afterwards, it doesn't mean that <clears throat> sometimes you don't puke when the thing goes upside down. As, <clears throat> as the world that we relate to now, we're going to be talking about how to <clears throat> integrate it back up and have an understanding of what we're going through to the point that it becomes not just the das, but that we can feel it. But the world that we live in does take left turns, and there are things that are difficult. Further, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we see, understands human emotion. The mitzvah is not to say HaTov HaMetiv on everything. The Gemara, when it talks about it, actually gives two examples. There are certain times that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to have a certain emotion, but generally speaking, the Gemara says that if a person has his crops washed out, so sometimes the, the minerals, whatever it is, that could be good for the land to take off, to, to, to alternate crops. So the Gemara says that if a person's crops, even if he knows it's going to be a better, ultimately he'll end up netting more. It'll be a better crop the following year, but if his crops get washed out, he should say, he should say, Baruch Dayanemes, because at the end of the day, when your crops get washed out, it's a negative emotion. And in the alternative, if he finds a treasure, even if he knows that the king is going to hear about it and he's going to get an audit and the taxmen are going to come and it's going to end up being negative for him, but when a person finds something, they feel good, so you say, Baruch HaTov So the halacha itself recognizes that people have emotion. Where it starts to blend together is, let's say you have a person who's going to die. Person is going to have, right? And all of a sudden he gets, you know, it's the 11th hour and he hears that there's a life saving operation and he goes to the operation, but he knows that it's going to be painful. Or Rahman al Itzlan, he needs to have a limb amputated. At that point, when on the pain itself, forget about how he understands it. When he gets the news where he has that life-saving operation, and he and he, it's painful and it's challenging, but that's what saves his life. It's part of it's part of the ultimate towards the good. At that point, is he making a die in MS on the on the saving operation, even though it came with pain, or is that tovamative? And he's so he has so much gratitude, and he looks at it as a positive that 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 it went up. And where you when you approach that the one really truly integrated approach, instead of saying, "How does I'm in a situation? How does Hashem want me to?" response so I could see the good, when you recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one that created the situation in the first place to bring you around either again a kapara or to do tshuva or to bring your attention to certain things and that everything is really going towards one end, it starts to blend together so that there's no real difference which isn't necessarily a perspective that we have the halachas that you say die in MS. 
But he, start, he starts going through and he says, when a person really just lives a reality of everything being atova metiv, that's really bechin of me'ino ilam haba, and you can bring part of that into this world. But as the world starts off, we have to figure out how to elevate it back up because the world that we live in is not is not uh, day-to-day, is not necessarily like that. So he says, next paragraph, so we see that a person who sees everything for the good is me'enoi lam haba. How do we get there? V'zayit sabachina, that a person should know that everything that happens is for the good. Yevshel hasik bizman azeh, right? Ela kishemale bachinas malchus tikdusha me'agolos mi'bena akum. What we have to do is we have to take malchus, and now we're going to see some of the points a little bit, if we've been paying attention. You know, a lot of things as we go through, it's very hard because we're just like putting a lot of dots all over the place that don't seem... I think in this piece, hopefully, we're going to start to even draw some lines in some of the points that we've been plotting for the last three weeks, he says that when, we, when we're in Mala, we elevate the Bechina of Malchus de Kedusha, Mehagolos, Mibain Ha'akum. What did we say that Malchus is? Malchus, we said, at least the Garmei Klum. Malchus doesn't have any of its own, uh, it's not offering anything. What perfect, perfect Malchus is, is, is really where it's reflective. If you have a string puppet, then what, what you see is reflecting exactly what the person is doing. There's no difference in what we're reflecting back up other than to be makabal o malchus So then that's a bechina of malchus tektusha, where what we do and what we think and Aaron Hagen, what this world is not reflecting what, 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 what's really giving it the kayach, what's coming before it. So that's Elohim acherim. That's as if there's like kayach coming from something else. That's not completely reflective. We said before that it was like the moon and the sun. The perfect moon is when it's completely completely reflective. So he says, this already, and this, th- this was actually the example that we gave also, the, that uh, the Taurus Nassim, one of these others farm, puts it together, when last week when we talked about coil, that, that coming together, with the, the, that the perfect coal is really manifested when it has a yichud with dibur, so he, he said that kol zman she'ena kol mesiachirem ha-dibur yeshadai nachiza sitra acha, achra, she'ekra achizas me'alma de pruda, she'mishom achizas so he said, when, when, in other words, when there's a certain uh, uh, emotional, you know, coil and a certain tone that's not in line with what you're saying, so to speak, it doesn't manifest in something that's in line. So then, so then, it's it, it's not matched up. It's like something is coming from a different pechina, and it'll actually feed the kaiches of, of, so to speak, the negative side of malchus. So over here also, we have to take malchus and we have to bring it. Uh, he says, uh, that now it's like it's in a different place. At this point, now that the world that we live in and our actions and the way our thought process and our emotions are not really reflective of what's going on, it's as if what's, it's not being reflective of, right, of the source of all sources. It's as if it's not being reflective of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's as if we're given like these other forces power, which is... Which which is literally the same the same lushan we used in the first tyra. If you remember what we said, it's in the first Torah, in the first paragraph, the second paragraph, it says, And now the Iker Chashivas and Chain is at Slum by the Gayim. Right? That's what we talked about in the first Torah, how to have a person's Tfilis answered, is that when a person learns Torah, and we spoke about in a certain sense of learning to see HaKadosh Baruch Hu in every element of the world, that's where you attach it back up, and we spoke about that towards having a person's Tfilis answered, but when a person doesn't live like that, so it's as if they're giving 
thing, the, the, the hose isn't connected to the source. The water is coming out in weird places and distorted. It's as if it's giving kaychas to the other. The beauty is not by Hashem. The beauty is by the Greeks, let's say. So it's, the, that kayach is associated with other types of forces. And that's why it's called avodas alilim shalahem b'shem Elohim. That once you're doing it in this distorted way, so then instead of the true Elohim, instead of the true power, the true source coming from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, it's as if that source is being diverted because we're not attaching it back up and it's being connected as though it were coming from these other sources. Because the Goyim also are Yoynek. Their Shefa comes from this Bechina of Malchus, but in a distorted way. Malchus, which is supposed to be dist- reflecting completely 100% back up, you know, there, there's, there's two Avodas. One is to work on ourselves to be a Kli. A perfect mirror might be something that has no jagged edges and it, 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 it's, uh, you know, it's totally shiny or whatever it is. But if it's not being shined at the light, so then it's missing something else. First, we have to develop ourselves as a kli, but when we reach a full malchus and a full reflection is where what you see in the mirror is totally reflecting what's being shined at it, right? So it says that the goyim reyohim bechines malchus and nikra eluhim, where it's not being, they're getting this, this shefa because it's the flip side of malchus, but it's not reflecting accurately. It's a distorted picture of what came there. What's the raya that malchus is? as he goes, each time he connects it back to the source so that he's just saying, well, this is a bechinah's that, and everything, you know, concept A is connected to concept B. Each time he kind of doubles back on himself, he connects it. Where do we see that Malchus is associated with the name Elohim? Kemosh Kasov, Elohim, Malki, Mikadem. That, uh, that uh, it's Lushan of Elohim and, and they're paired together with Malki. And just in terms of this Pasuk, Elohim, Malki, Mikadem. So the, uh, the Rav Chaim Kramer note says that why does he bring this Pasuk? Because it's showing on a more subtle level that the words that a king from long ago implies that, that in the beginning it was a king that was one time accepted. And as the, you know, the world and people are unfortunately moved towards Avodazara, so now because of that, it's, it's as if it was like a king from long ago. That long ago there was a perfect, a perfect you know, depiction and acceptance and, and accurately reflected the world of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And now it's as if Avodah has gotten in the way from that. So that's why he picks this Pasuk. But we see that in the Pasuk, <laughs> Elohim Malki, that it puts together Elohim and Malki. And over here also the, the, the notes in the Rav Shua Gross version said also that, that, uh, that ultimately since uh, in this world, in, in, in Malchus, there's a Midas HaMishpat and there's a cause and effect. So it's, it's also reflective. What goes on in this world is, is, uh, is, re- reflects a certain, a certain reality of what Karsh Baruch Hu does. So there's also this Hanhag of, uh, of Malchus and ultimately this Charva Einesh. It says, But anyway, when we take this Malchus and we're able to elevate it back up, this distorted perception of the way that things are in this world, and we're able to reconnect it with where it's supposed to go, now we can be Mekayim, the Pasaki, Melech, Kol Ha'aretz, Elohim, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the king of the world, it becomes an accurate reflection, it goes, it goes, back, it goes back up. The the, uh, the 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 way that the notes over here also mention you know when you, when Akharish Baruch Hu, if you think about the development he doesn't put it like this but he, this is what he says basically he says when you think about a, a person that wants to make a chesed organization or a community a society whatever it is you start off with a certain picture and that picture is totally good I want to do chesed I want to make I want to make a community I want it to be productive I want it to go forward in order we spoke about this a little bit in the first piece when we talked about or in the second piece when we talked about davening that there's chesed and gvura but ultimately there's a midas hamishpat and tefers and 
the middle. In order to make it productive, you need to take, you need to start with a picture. In order to accomplish your picture, I could do chesed, but if I give to everybody who asks, maybe I'm going to end up giving money to the drug addict who's going to misspend it. Or maybe I'm not going to be able to support a lot of an organization because I'm not going to put any money back into the company if I say yes to everybody who asks. So therefore, I need to hire an accountant. The accountant might be very rigid, but if he's too, but if the accountant, he or she is too rigid and they don't give everybody a thing, they look only for the company, nobody's ever going to get money. So first you have a society and then you're going to have legislators and legislators have to make, you know, but then you need taxes because you need roads. So then, and afterwards you're going to need more local things and then maybe you'll need police. At some point things can become distorted and you can have police brutality or whatever it is. So things can go a little bit haywire. But as things go up, so when you look at the end of the picture, you could see, you know, a guy gets a ticket and the police are bad, right? Because they get a picture. But the truth is, is that let's say you go one level up. One level up is that there's a lot of accidents and people getting hit by cars. So if you don't have rules like don't no talking on phones, so then people are going to be talking on the phone. They're going to go through light. They're going to get hit. So now the, uh, the, the, now the traffic cop is not bad. And then you'll have at that level, you'll have something that pushes to the good and something against. But if you go one level up, you'll see everything is coming from the good. So I'll Kaddish Baruch Hu wanted to give taiv, and therefore in order to give taiv, so he structured a world so that there had to be bechira, that in order to be bechira, there has to be something to choose between. So there has to be good and bad, so to speak, otherwise you can't give reward, you can't give schar if there's nothing to give, if there's nothing to be earned, right? So then Kaddish Baruch Hu created a system of good and bad. Once there's good and bad, and then, you know, there was other things, and there was rachamim and din, until we look at this world, and the ultimate expression of that, all these rungs down the trade, chain is that sometimes it almost becomes hard to tell a difference between, from our perspective what's good and bad. But as we develop our perspective and we look under the hood and under the hood and under the hood, we so to speak, we're malo. We go back up towards the source to where we realize that everything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did was really good. We don't always like the way that the teacher does things, but you don't want the school to fall apart. Although ultimately you need a, a society and a community that's going to support growth and everything is really coming from that ultimate place. So then he, he, he goes further, he says, so how do we, how do we go and we start to be misak in this malchus? How we mala the malchus? We, uh, he's going to say that vidui is going to be a ticken in the malchus. When a person does vidui, why? Now we know that Breslov, Bachasidus in general, is very into the Rebbe, and Breslov is you know, into this idea of tzaddik. And this is, we already spoke a, bit, a little bit in one of the other pieces in one way. We're going to extend that also about the importance and the focus of a tzaddik in the hashkafa that we're talking about, but he'll flesh it out a bit later. For now, he says that vidui in front of a tamar chacham, two things. First of all, the vidui, and second of all, that it should be in front of a tamar chacham, are what elevates this malchus. This is how a person is going to be masakin this malchus l'sharsha, to bring it back up so that it's so that what we have over here, and even the averus that we did, we can turn them around and bring ourselves in a microwave, and the world ultimately in a microwave, back to the source of What's Devarim? And as we go, we're always going to bring sources to that things pair together. Zeu vidui dvarim. Dvarim is an expression. First you, have a, you, first you have a will. Right, we'll see. For, how, does, how do you do anything? You have a will, and then you have machshava. You, you flesh it out and how you think about it. Right, and then you have dibur. Dibur articulates something. Vidui dvarim is going to be associated with malchus. So first of all, dvarim are words. That tshuva raises malchus. A person recognizes all malchus shemaim through the words, and they're able to, they're, they're able to elevate themselves. Themselves. And also, Bechinas Malchus, what's, uh, where are we going to see? Kemo Dabar Echad Ladar, where do we see that Dibur or Dabar is associated with Malchus, where it says by Maisha, uh, that, that uh, Kaddish Baruch who tells Maisha, <laughs> 
That when uh, the Moshe says to Yeshua that he should lead the Jews with his Akanim, and Akadosh Baruch Hu tells him, Dabar Echad Ladar, and the end of the Pasuk is, Ve'en Shnei Dabar and Ladar, that there has to be one leader, right? Too many cooks spoil the broth. Dabar Lashen Manig Umoshel, so we see that Dabar is a Lashen of, of Manig and Moshel. So we see now that that kachui machem dvarim v'shuvu el Hashem. What how are we going to approach tshuva? That we have this lashon of daber. Daber is associated with vidui and malchus, and we're going to see that vidui ultimately is going to be what is misaked in the malchus, so that it will come back in line, going towards Hakadosh Baruch Hu with the ultimate goal coming later on, much later on, back to where we started, that as we're Masak and Malchus, we live with a fully integrated picture of Eilam Chesed Ibana, and that everything is really coming from the positive source, that, and that, that's going to be Me'en Eilam Haba. which is which is reflective we're going to take like we in the terms we used last week we take the malchus and we attach it back to the to the za to the zeranpin we in, in terms of the spheres we bring a linkage that the, that the shekhinah should be shown in the malchus that the world that we live in that the ultimate receptacle is going to be reflective of our baruch Hu, that we bring a yichud between din and ra that it's all coming from one source, and then we live in an integrated, we live in a Kaddish Baruch Hu's reality that's ultimately all for the Tov, Hainu Kanal, and the Vidu is going to be, is going to ultimately bring us back to the source. Ba Hashem, Ahalal Dover, Belohim Ahalal Dover, that everything comes together, that we're going to be able to be relate to a Kaddish Baruch Hu and give praise to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, whether in a, an immediate sense, a Kaddish Baruch Hu is relating to us with something we perceive as Rachimim, or a Kaddish Baruch Hu is relating to us as Din. By the way, Din is not bad. Din means a quid pro quo. Din, din means if A then B. We have to, you know, figure out uh, for another time, how is it in Rosh Hashanah? If Rosh Hashanah is Yom Adin, we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be good to us. If the nature of Din is if A then B, there's Char, there's Onesh, and Rosh Hashanah is not a Yom Rachmim, it's Ba'etzim Yom Adin, how are we asking for Rachmim and how are you mamtik the Din and, 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 and things of that nature. However, over here, what we, what we do is we bring together that everything is coming from the same source and we live mamish in a world coming from everything is really this, this one structure where everything is coming from and as a person truly gets there so then they will be able to be, make a brach of atova metiv on everything no matter, no matter where it comes so now uh, and now we're going to mention that this idea is a bechina is a bechina of das Let's see what I wanted over here. Oh, so, is it, so as we come together, so last last week or two weeks ago, one of the things that we mentioned was that uh, no, right, right. So uh, this das or this seichel, we said that in the first one, we said that the, the ability to see a kaddish baruch and everything. This is from the first Tyra, that you start to see God in the entire world, and then you can relate back to a kaddish baruch Hu, That's chayin. So we we use that as a lashon of of seichel and das. In, in the first one, we said that this bechin of seichel, and we related it to das. He brought a pasuk over there. Uh, but but anyway, that this bechin of seichel is where a person can ultimately relate to every aspect of the bria and relate to a kaddish baruch who is this bechin of das. And we mentioned in the other piece, in piece number two, also in terms of how to daven and mishpat. So on the level on the level of chesed and gvura, midas and mishpat was was in the middle. So we're going to see now that das on the level of the mochen, which we'll explain in a second, is also in the middle. That's where things come together in one picture, so that it can so that it can ultimately be integrated into a an approach. As a person 
knows this, Nikra Yediya Shlema. This is called Yediya. Ki Ikara Das U Achta Shal Chasad Mugvuras Zen Nikra Das. The way that it basically we said that we talk about in terms of the spheres, like you know, bricks into a structure, but every brick is really made up of everything else. Also, the, the ultimate stage is if you were going to have a Hishtalshlis, you're going to plan something and bring it to fruition, right? You're in construction, let's say. First, the person has a Ratzon. Right? We'll align that with, let's say, Kesser. But a person has a Ratzon. What's a Ratzon? A Ratzon is, I want to I live someplace. So what, what comes after the Ratzon? After a Ratzon, a person has a Machshava. If I need a place to live, I want to move someplace. I have this, this sort of undefined thing. I'm going to need a place to live. So after, afterwards comes Chachma. Now that I, the way to fulfill my Ratzon is I'm going to need a house. I don't just need a house. At that point, you need Bina. You need to make it practical. If I need a house, that means that I need to buy land. And if I need to buy land, I need to get permits. And I'm going to have to set up the house like this. I'm going to do whatever. At that point, I'm going to go to a contractor. And I'm going to have to execute it. And I'm going to, I'm going to have to figure out all the pieces of how to get it done until finally I have a house. And that becomes the Malchus. That becomes the reality that reflects back at, at, at what it is that I planned. At each stage, you, you, you're going to have these competing things. I, I want to live. I want everything. I want everything to live in. Then the practicalities kick in. They hold it back, right? The, 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 there's one thing that's more expansive, and then there's one thing that's more limiting, that's more limiting until it comes together so that ultimately you can move on to the next stage. So when you talk about Chachma Bin and Das, Das is what is, is, is the Mamudza, Das is what's going to be in the middle in terms of being able to have an integrated uh, approach to be able to move on to the next stage. This Das, that's an that's an achtus of chasodim and gvuras of let's say being more expansive and more limiting rachavim and din is called das hainu shlo yachluk bein chesed ledin until it's really coming together into one picture vivarach al kulam hatayv vameitiv until until everything comes together to uh, to to be able to literally make hatov vameitiv because it's all going towards one source the zen nikra hashem echad ushmai echad kamaimer and this is where it's called hashem that rachmim ushmai which we're going to say that shmai is representative of elokim is really is really echad. There's, there's going to be this unity that everything is really just going to be in one bechina. Everything is going forward in, 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 in terms of rachim, in terms of taiv. Now again, it's going to be. There's not going to be tsar. You know, you're going to make a, a, a gayel gayel, whatever the song is, right? There's not going to be war, and you're going to turn your swords into plowshares and all that other stuff. Things are literally going to be good, but a person can come to live in a bechina or strive towards living in a Bechina in this world also where it's not as clear, where at the end of the day we're living so many things down the chain where there are competing forces and things seem to be coming from, 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 from different places and we live in a world where there's Avaydus Alilim, there seems to be Elohim Acherim. V'zeh Hashem Echad Ushimai Shmo is representative of Elohim, which we said is Malchus. Kemoshe Kosov Vayas David Shem how do we see this? Because David is Malchus. Shame. So we see that Malchus is associated with shame. And since Malchus is associated with Elohim and Shmo is associated with Malchus, so we see that, that, uh, that Malchus is associated with Elohim. And when, what does it mean that it's going to be Echad? Echad Gematria Ava. Right? You have 13 tails in the strimal. Right? Echad, it's Gematria 13. It says, Echad is Gematria, Ava. The, uh, is, w- w- what does it mean? That everything is going to be coming from one place. Ava, Hainu, Hain, Hashem, Hain, Rachman, Hain, Shmo, Shu, Bechinas, Elokim, Bechinas, Din, Kulam, Letaivascha, Machmas, Ava, Shakarish Baruch, Oavascha. Because how do we start off wanting to build our yeshiva, build our society? 
every, our company, everything was going to be productive in the practicalities of running such an organization, then there had to be a lot of competing priorities and you, ha you, you had to have certain people that want to give everything and then certain people that have to introduce the budget and there has to be a disciplinary committee and things have to become din. But as you start to see through it and look all the way under and be mala and take everything back to why should this be and you realize that the ultimate goal is that everything is supposed to be is to be is to be good. At that point, Hashem Echadushmo Echad, it's really coming from Ava, Ailam Chesed Ibana, everything is starting off in that in that Taiv, Kamosha Kosov. Like we said before, it's not just that something bad happened, how does Hashem want me to respond? It's that why did Hashem do this in the first place? Because everything is coming Ba'etzim from a good place and in a in a in micro in, in a personal sense, whether it's Kaparo, whether it's to what whether if, if this didn't happen, I would never have met this person, I would I wouldn't be in a certain place. But everything is designed, it's coming really from a positive Positive place, Kamosha Kosov as Asher, Yahvashem, Yechiach, that we're gonna have two Psukim. One of them is gonna be in a more general sense, right? That those maybe Yisurim Shal Ava, but Hakadosh Baruch Hu, however exactly this means, but the idea that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives Tochacha to those who He loves, Uksiv Rakes Chem Yedati, Mikol Mishpachos Adam, you're the only ones that have this Das that I love. Al Kain Efkod Alechem Ovan Osechem. In certain times, a person has to either get punished, he has to to get a Kapara, a person to bring, he has to be brought around to Chuva, he's going in the wrong direction, but the, ultimately, the 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 and the and the harshness is really meant and directed. It's ultimately out of an expression, out of an expression of love. Next paragraph, he says. So, how does vidui help bring me to this to this place? What does vidui have to do with it? Vavonosav shel adam heim alatzmosav. Although the uh, the the uh, notes over here bring. Where is it? He says just hakukim. So we see that it's in, that it's engraved. What well, no, was it twenty nine? He says uh, he brings uh, some of the mafarshim that the pasuk in Yecheskel doesn't have the word chakuk of etched, but uh, but but he brings the tikkun Zohar and a medrash that it says that sins are etched on the bones. And he brings a sefer one of the mafarshim on tikkun lechachma that said that the bones, the atzmos, represent kedusha, which is why it stays after a person's passing. But the basar, which starts to rot and decay, so that goes immediately, and that's representative of sitra achra. But when a person sins and he starts to 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 use his his etzem towards the negative, so then he takes it takes what should be towards holy, and he 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 makes it and he drags it down towards the sitra achra. So if I say we're going to read it as avon osav shel adam heim chakukin. It's like it's like a puzzle in Yechezkel says, Oh, that's why he puts it into the beginning of the line. that It is in the puzzle. It says, You see that it's etched there. Why is this? So we're going to say that until a person receives punishment, a person sins. We have the Aleph Beis. The Yisurim, the, the, the Pesukim in the Torah, there's a certain reality to them. The Torah Devorah talks about it in other ways, that that when a person creates, does a sin and it creates a certain reality, so then that reality needs a spiritual flow to be sustained also. Everything in the world, even things that are perceived as Ra, needs a flow that ultimately comes from Hashem. So he talks about it, he says, really, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should tell this Ra, this negative spiritual force, I didn't create you, so to speak. This person did not and he created you. If you need to be sustained, go feed off him, and then the spiritual force will go feed off the person until he died. But what HaKadosh Baruch Hu does to allow us time for tshuva is he'll sustain even that spiritual negative force to give us time either to do tshuva or until until the time of Yisurim or Misa or whatever it is. But there's this there's this spiritual reality that takes place that's manifested with this an Yisurim <laughs> Where does that go? What happens with it? When a person uses his body 
and he does an Avera and he engages these, this, neg- this, this Avera and this, this, this negative stuff, is Avera, it's going on his optimist, it's as if until it, it impacts him and he becomes, and he becomes, you know, let's say, he dies, I guess, or and gets Yisurim. But what ends up happening is that this Tzirif Osio, so to speak, it, need, it needs a place to land and it's as if it's Chokok on his bones. The Dibur, the words of the Avera, so to speak, the building blocks, the Aleph Beis is the building blocks of the universe. It's as if it's literally on his bones. It's like resting on and, and etched on himself. That he used himself to execute uh, neg- negative stuff in Tomah. So it's as if his actions should have been reflecting only Tov. So instead, what his actions were was reflecting up negative. And that was Bechina's Malchus, which we said, but going towards the flip side of it, towards the negative side, which should have been Bechina's Dabar Echad Ladar, that there should be only one Manhig. Everything should be calling only from a positive source. There's only there's only one leader that we should be stelling to to, right? But over here, he went and Instead, he went and the string puppet is not just reflecting whatever it's supposed to be going. We're not just choosing to uh, cho- choosing to reflect what a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants, but instead it has its, a mind of its own, right? Like that ventriloquist dummy in uh, Twilight Zone or whatever, like Chucky, I don't know, right? But, but the, 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 when, when the dummy takes on a life of its own, it's no longer reflecting what the ventriloquist is doing, right? So he, he at, at that point he is he destroys the sir vatov shel dibur lo yelachad lo yelachad is a mitzvah it's a negative mitzvah so thou shalt not he takes the words of lo yelachad and now this he, when he manifests it instead of instead of acting out and living the reality of lo yelohim acherim as a mitzvah what he does and he does and he stelts to it as if there's some other force there's some other elohim that he's going towards and he takes it and it's as if he's distorting the sir of the icy icy binet sir of ra v'nechka katsir of hazal atzmosav and then it's it's as if it's carved into his bones. And interestingly, he brings a note over here, a Nachal, just he, as an example of this, he brings from the Ari, that it says that uh, that Shul sinned, and again, whatever this means, but it's just an example of what he's talking about, that there's spiritual realities that we don't understand. He says, Shul Melech sinned with Oiv, uh, with uh, with oiv and noiv irakayinim. So, so he says that this is a tziruf of oiv is like a lashon of av and nov if you put around the letters is a lashon of beno and therefore Shaul and his son ended up dying avu beno. So again, whatever exactly this means, when a person sins, we're not sensitive to it. It creates some sort of a spiritual reality that has to go someplace. It has to land someplace. It needs to be sustained from someplace and ultimately that comes, that, that comes from the person who did it. He creates it and now it's there until he's going to be able, we're going to Say through Vidui and specifically Vidui in front of the Tamil Chacham to rectify this Uchsev, to Moises. Rasha Ra, that the death blow of the uh, of a Rasha is the Ra that he himself creates. However, through through Vidoy, a person is able to take these osios and remove them. But not only is he able to get it off his bones, Nasim Hamadibur Shah Vidoy. 
he turns them in. It's as if he's taking these Averis and he's using them towards his vidui, towards his confession, towards humility, and, toward, and towards being able to divorce himself. We've said before, he doesn't say this, that when you do vidui, you don't say, I am bad. You say, ashamnu, a verb, I did bad. You divorce yourself from the Avera. You say, this is not who I am. You have hachna and anava and his batlus. And now you use the very Avera to get to that point, ki adibur yotze me'atzmosav, k'moshakosav, kolatzmosay tomarna, that all of my atzmos, my bones go towards my words, and now you're able to take that very negative energy and turn it into positive, like we say, how does it work that Navera turns into a mitzvah? So in this Pnimiya sense, you literally take this negative stuff and you turn it into something that's going to get you closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, at that point you disassemble this negative binyan that you put together, and you're able to turn it back into showing that you are machniya yourself to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and you turn it into a binyan, and as he does, as the, as the Rebbe does, he ties it back into the that Yehuda's bones, sorry, that Yehuda's bones were rolling around. They were disjointed. Uh, if you can't, when you're in the car or whatever, you're at 35 minutes, you can listen to the rest of the thing. So it says, That Moshe, because Yehuda also made a vidoy by Tamar, so that Moshe Rabbeinu was there, Moshe in our, in our role is going to be the, the Talmud Chacham. We're saying vidoy in front of a Talmud Chacham, that Yehuda did this Avera, uh, or we'll see what he did in terms of his, uh, in terms of his, uh, his guarantee to Yaakov, but anyway, that Yehuda's, uh, that impacted his bones, and that Bikesh Maisha from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he should remember Yehuda's vidoy by the Maisa Tamar, V'chein Havalei, and that's what happened. And then the bones went back to their place. V'zed, Davka, Atzmosav, Shoyim, Mugogolin, and that's why it was Davka, the bones that were Mugogolin, Al-Shem, Vatiyav, Onosam, Chakuka, Al-Atzmosam, Al-Shem, the Pasuk that we mentioned, that sin is carved on the bones, V'alideh, Vidoy, Nistaknu, and through the vidoy is what brought the bones back together, V'olu kol chad Day, which and, and everything fit back into its place, almost again in a different sense, reminiscent of what we saw already in the first Tyra that we said, or in the second Tyra rather, when we said that it, we, we, we associated that a person's uh, uh, tefillah is associated with the tzaddik also, where the, he said in the second Tyra, by my by what why is a, a tefillah brought to a tzaddik specifically called the same way that Maisha Rabbeinu was able only Maisha was it was able to take the pieces that people brought towards the Mishkan to put them together into a koma shlema into a structure and he says over there that in a macro way everybody has a certain piece but in order to create the koma shlema the shlema, was, uh, 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 the, the people have to bring their tefillahs to the tzaddik Hador who understands how to make a, a komesh lema that the shechina could be shaira on that says vayaviu a mishkan al moshe because the lashon over there is who yodeil al shayfa b'shayfa v'lasos a komesh lema that it's the tzaddik Hador specifically that a, that's able to understand how things fit together in a structure you could have all the right pieces but they're, if they're misaligned 
then they're not going to be reflective. So this lushin, it's we're not talking about tefillah specifically. We're talking about vidu and the lushin of kaparn being oil the malchus, but it's certainly reminiscent that it says that oh, the that that nistak chad leduchte. Over there also it says that every piece builds that Meishrabim put every piece into the part. Now over here we can see doing the vidu in front of the tzaddik that through the vidu every piece fits into its place. So Yehuda is a bechinas malchus, and Yehuda is a bechina malchus because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about putting the pieces together so that it could be mala the malchus. Remez shebechinas malchus nistakin ayi So this is going to be a remez that the bechina of malchus fits together, that the bones of Yehuda were able to come back together into a structure through vidoy, which we're going to see. And that vidoy was associated with Moshe, was the Tamil chacham v'zenas ayidei Moshe shezachar Moshe vidoy ki chen tzar shiyah vidoy l'fnei Tamil chacham. That we see that the vidoy, and we're going to make this make sense, uh, or we're going to put this more in context in a few minutes because the Tamil Chacham Bidafka, even with all the pieces in place, even like we said by Tyre number two, even if everybody brings the pieces together towards the Mishkan, it's the Tzadik Hadar, it's the Tamil Chacham, it's Maish Rabbeinu that's able to take those correct pieces and put together into the structure that the Shechina can be Shaira in the Mishkan and that the Malch, that's Malchus will ultimately be accurately reflecting and it gives a place for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be Shaira V'chol Tamil Chacham Hu Bechinas Moshek Moshe Amarnu Moshe Shapra Kamris like this is the pasuk that we quoted earlier as well. And now that Yehuda uh, and, and now that Moshe mentioned the vidoy, it's as if the vidoy was in front of Moshe. And therefore, the malchus, which was Yehuda, was able to have a tikkun that the the negative tziruf that rested on the bones was able to go off, and the bones were not in his goggle anymore. They were able to come back together, and there was a tikkun in the malchus, which was through the vidoy of, uh, in front of the tzaddik, v'nechra v'tzir v'harash, v'nechra v'tzir and the negative, uh, and the negativity was, was gone. Now, so I, I, I want to get through this, so I don't know if it's longer than usual or not, but anyway, just to get through this piece, we're going to divide it into three again, so, but, but it seems a little far, vidoy in front of the tamad chacham, where, where is this vidoy in front of the tamad chacham coming from. So we really spoke about a Talmud Chacham in two different ways. One of them we're going to see in a kind of an overall way, the individual pieces in it, it, it whether whether the community he's the leader of the generation and therefore he's able to put all like the like you have the head, you have the individual limbs you have the fingers and the toes and whatever it is but it's ultimately the head and the seichel that puts everything into a structure so that everything is in its correct place. We said like each one is an individual aver. The pinky toe is exactly what it's supposed to be and you can't you need, you need it for its own purpose. If you cut it off, then the person's not going to die from it. But everything has its aver. Uh, but nevertheless, it's the it, it's the rush that's able to take everything and to put it into into the context in which it works together and harmonizes to be productive. We're also going to see a Talmud Chacham as a essentially a living Tyra. And I, I this is just amazing. So I want to just mention, even though I don't want to go far away from the text and other places, but to mention one thing that the Altar of Navardic says out in uh, in a Sefer Madrigas Adam, which I saw quoted in some of the printed uh, Vadim from the Rosh Hashiva or Yechiel Yitzchak Per from Yeshiva uh, Farakway. But it, just to read, he was talking about, in whatever context, he says, 
Uh, this is where we're getting to. That a person, a Torah, and an Adam are one. That the, the Torah should be, should be perfect a person to such a degree where his actions and his deeds, everything is Shava B'Shava, everything is an expression of Torah, such that, ready, he doesn't go any direction. If I would write down your actions, I would write down what you're doing. I would write down your life, right? The Megillah, like we mentioned, I think, last week, doesn't have Shem Hashem in it. But the Megillah is, is, is Malchus accurately reflecting Kula, called Kula HaKadosh Baruch Shava B'Shava. That's why, in a certain sense, it's the height of it. It's where it's totally aligned. If I'm going to go and write down your Pu'ulais, your actions, I would be writing down a Torah. Ve'in I think the, the story, somebody asked, I quoted Rosh Shach's quoted as saying, something along the lines, that's what I heard a quote, at least, I don't know why anybody, why, why so many, the whole Eilam Yeshivas is going nuts over me. I just try to keep the Dalad, the Dalad Chalakai Shulchan Aruch. I try the best of my ability to live in Dalad HaMashallah but he's a living Sefer Torah. Ve'ein bein ha-Torah besifra la-Torah b'pulosa el ha-Ruach Chaim b'lvad. There's no difference between the Torah written down and a living Torah other than the fact that one is in a book and one is living. Ki adam ashiru chayel pitoru hu mamish Torah chaya. He is a living Torah. This is what the Talmud Chacham is. The Talmud Chacham is a living Torah. And that's what we're talking about. Not just the Talmud Chacham that the person is, you know, an individual who knows a lot. What we're talking about the tzaddik hadar, we're talking about the, our ultimate access to uh, in a living way to a living Torah, and that's where that's where we're going to be able to access and use malchus, which is where the olam asiyah approaches a living expression of our kaddish baruch Hu, and to be able to elevate it back up. The, and this vidoy before tamar chacham v'zebachinas achzara malchus l'sharsha kishayrish of malchus who eish why? Because and again we'll support all of this. The shayrish of malchus is eish. Gvura, Kemosha, Amru Chazach, Menzachon, Lamata, Navat. He says, he says, Lama Tama Nevat. Why did Nevat make a make a uh, mistake that he was married by Malchus David Sharashi? That's the H man muscle. He saw that H, which is Malchus, went from his Ama, from his reproductive organ, because really he's a reference to Yeravam. So, but you see over here that H is Malchus. And Tyra also is called H, Amishama Malchus, that that's where Malchus is comes from. Which we're going to see, and a raya that Torah is called Eish, that, that, that it's the Shirish of Malchus, Kamoshikazvalo, Kodvarai Ka Eish, meaning that my words, Torah, is going to be like Eish, so we see a, a, a comparison with Torah and Eish. Ksev bi malachim yimlochu, with Torah, kings will reign, that kings will be mamlech alidei Torah. So we see over here again that Eish is the source of Malchus, and Eish is associated with Taira, and the Tamil Chacham is a living Taira. How are you going to be elevating Malchus back to its Shirish to Eish, which is Taira, which is Tamil Chacham? And we're going to see why also in the second Afka video in front of the Tamil Chacham is that, you're, is that you have to do Vidoy, reflect Malchus, take the sin off your bones, and realign them into a positive. Back to Eish by Torah by Tamar Chacham. Vikra Torah Hamet Hamid Chacham, like we just saw from the Alter and Vardik. Kamosha Amru Chachmein Zachan the Vach Kama Tipshoi the Kaim Kami Sefer Torah. How stupid people stand up in front of a Sefer Torah Velo Kaim Kami Tzurim Rabbanon and not in front of a Tamar Chacham who is a living Sefer Torah. Vezehu Kol Davar Asher Yavo BeEish. To clarify the connection of Vidoy in front of a Tamar Chacham. 
kol davar, that any davar, which we said is malchas, asher yavoy ba'esh, that's associated with esh, which could be the, uh, the fire, is the yetzer har, the yetzer har is attacking our malchas, taviru ba'esh, we should, we should burn it out, we should source it back to Torah, to the Tamil chacham, this is what the Pesach is in the context of, of kashas, burning out a keli that had negative bliyas, davar zebachinas malchus, shenimshach besoy chatoma, that if you associate in the yetzer har, the bad stuff into malchus, beso chamimus ha'yetzer, with the heat of the yetzer, which is Kimai, like it says by Ravamram Hasido when he was in Mafate, he was seduced by the Yetzirah, it said, Nura and Eish, a fire by Amram. Taviru Ba'esh, Tikuno Aidei Eish, you should burn it out, the Tikkun is through fire, Hainu Vidu Yidvaram, the Fnei Tamar Chacham Canal. You're going to say Vidu in front of the Tamar Chacham. And we'll explore that more in a second, that why the vidu in front of the the reason that a chayt is called the Lashon of Avera, because the Tzir of Isis is going from one side to the other on all of his bones, may Aver el Aver from one side to the next. Umitzvah Lashon is Charbos, Mitzvah Lashon of Tzavsob, tongues of bringing together, bringing it back together, Chavilas, Chavilas, Shal Mitzvah, brings Mitzvah into bundles, Azayin is Chabru, Shivrei, Atzmaisav, and now the Broken bones, which were because of the Avera, can come back together. Guarding all his bones. And last piece, Vizah, Vizah, Perush. And this is the Perush, what it says. Uh, the, and, and this is the parish, what it says, and until now, so then Be'etzem, we were focused a, a, a lot on the necessity of Tamil Chacham, but now we're getting really into it, into the necessity of Vidu in front of the Tamil Chacham. Vizet parish Hamas Melech Malachi Maves, that the king's wrath is the messenger of death, but the end of the Pasuk is that an Ish Chacham, who's going to be the Tzaddik, who's going to help us, we can say Vidu in front of the Tzaddik, is going to help get rid of that anger. Ki What's the chamasa of a Kaddish Baruch Hu? Because of the malchus that it fell, because we had a distorted malchus, because we had a, we did averus, because we we not accurately reflecting the malchus of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And now this, this Averis, this negativity that's attacking our bones, it's that Tzadik Hadar is going to be able to uh, wipe that clean, to be able to achieve a kapara hainu bechinas tamad chacham, bechinas moshe hu yechaperlo, which again, we've already, we've already discussed in, uh, where was it, in the second, in the second Torah over there, in the second, se- it was in paragraph six, well, we brought the same lashon as v'chatzarach. By that was by tefillah. We said v'chatzarach kol echad v'chavin b'tefillah. So she akasher atzmol at tzadikim shebadar. If you ever open a tikkun haklal, in the beginning is a paragraph. It says I'm akasher myself to tzadikim, and specifically of Nachman. Says kol tzadik shebadar is b'chinas meisha. And we said that commotion, commotion, Meisha, Shaprik Amis, like we see the Lush in the Gemara, one Amara referring to another is Meisha. Meisha is a b'chinas Mashiach at Kiyavoshilo and puts together all the whole Mishkan. We said, but okay. So he said that that uh, that this is a bechin of Moshe who Yehuya Chaperlo is able to achieve a kapara k'moshikas of overall peshel l'sheiris that a kadosh baruch that he that he pasuk in Micha forgives the sin l'misha mesim atzmo kishirayim that that a kadosh baruch forgives the anav the one who makes himself like remnants like leftovers the one who's not makbid uh, the one who's not makbid on his covered nimtzek shebalafnei tamar chacham. 
here we go. A person comes in front of a Tamil Chacham, Motzi Kolse Rufov, Lefne Tamil Chacham, and he takes this negative energy that needs to be put back together and he expresses it, he brings it out, he takes it off his bones, he takes it, he divorces himself through it through Vidoy. And he's in front of a Tamil Chacham, the Tamil Chachamu Bechinas Maisha is the one who's able to bring it together into a positive Tziruf. Shemesim Asmo Kishirayim, who's the ultimate expression of his Bathos of Anava. Kamosha Kosov Ish Maisha Anav Maid. Vaideza Nekra Ish Chacham, and that's why it's called an Ish Chacham, Kamosha Kosov Achachma Meayin, because what's Chachma is total his Bathos. Maisha Rabbeinu Ishchina Medabra Mitoch Grono. Moshe Rabbeinu was nothing of himself other than to express Ratzon Hashem. He was the conduit between us and uh, uh, us and Akadosh Baruch Hu. Timotze, that it's Meayin, has Chachma Meayin from his Bathos, from nothing this Timotze, that's where it comes from. Ubezeda, Maisha Rabbeinu was an Anavish Kayachacham Lechacham Lechaper. Because he's an anav, that's why he has the kaiyim the mechaper. How do we know? Connect that back. Moshe of Ish Chacham, who now we said is a Tamil Chacham, and the Chacham is from his anav, because Chacham may ayin timatze. Moshe Amr of Ish Chacham Yach Brenu, that's the one who can achieve kapara. And uh, what was uh, just to connect this to saying vidu in front of the Tamil Chacham. The, 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 the Rav Chaim Kramer's notes explain that a Chacham has negated himself so totally to Ayin that he has this, this advanced awareness of, of a Kaddish Baruch who is reflective of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, a person with total Hachnan, another person out of this humility comes in front of the Tamil Chacham and into his presence and he has this willingness to have his Batlas also to attach himself to a living Sefer Torah and he does Vidoy and he, through this Vidoy he's able to be Malo the Malchus which he blemished through his Avera that was on, that, that was on his Etzem but now he rebuilds Malchus in, a, in, in this positive structure and he renews his own Malchus Shemayim and he has this, 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 this tshuva at this point and therefore the Talmud Chacham is able to elevate and to bring him up also to put it together into the structure to Ayin where ultimately, like we said, what happens at that point, you go all the way back to the source, there's no difference between, so to speak, our perception of good and bad and that is, that is Bechina of Me'ein Oilam Haba. And just to finish this piece off, it's a little bit low, but it flows through. But it's, it's to get to a stopping point by paragraph Ches, Ubishvil Zap, Kishispal Moshe al Cheda Egel, when Moshe Rabbeinu Davins for the Cheda Egel, Amar Imtisa Chatasam, if you forgive them, fine, Vim Ayin Mecheni Nami Sifracha Shekasavta is the end of the Pasuk, then erase me. Why? Why is Moshe Rabbeinu to forgive them or take me out? Get this. It's impossible, is a godless, that a person shouldn't have a certain sense of pride, which is the opposite of being this ultimate Tamil Chacham that can be Mechaper people. Right? A person, we said that the one who's able to put this all together is the person who has total is batless, that he's the Talmud, he's the Talmud Chacham, he's the Tzadik Hadar, he's a living Sefer Torah. However, this person, how could a person hear that people are going to praise him and go and Vedabar Shem Moshe Lehmur not of pride? It's impossible. That he says, it's impossible. Here's people praising him. The Moshe Rehbeinu hears Hashem praising him and people praising him. How could it be? He's going to get to Gaiva. He has to totally negate himself and put all of his Gashmias down. Right? It would be like, imagine that you could hear like ants speaking and all of a sudden you pass by a sidewalk and you hear that ants are praising you. Right? That, 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 uh, that, uh, that's a gift that HaKadosh Baruch Hu interacts with us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself doesn't get anything out of us. That Moshe Rabbeinu comes to a level where the praise means nothing to him.
That's not something that's building him up. If a Kaddish Baruch Hu is standing in front of a Kaddish Baruch Hu and another human being is praising him, it's not relevant to him. The, 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 uh, somebody asked Shlomo Zalman, what is a quick story? Somebody asked Shlomo Zalman once if he, this is where I heard the story, that if he, if he gets a certain guy, if it's difficult when he sees people standing up for him, praising him, and he said, no, he said, there was only one time that I experienced a certain gaiva, you know, people screaming, he said, I was sitting someplace and somebody gave me a phone and said, when Moshe Feinstein called him because he wanted to ask him, or ask him something. So he said, that, that then already had a little bit of an Isayan. He says, I heard Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky, I think it also a story that he was sitting at a wedding and everybody was you know, taking the fish and he, he took the steak. So somebody asked him, oh, what are you taking the steak for? So he said, listen, he goes, everybody, everybody doesn't want to take the steak. He says, I, I'd, I'd, rather go for a, for, I'd rather go for my taiva to have a good piece of meat than, than risk my taiva of, uh, of covet because I'm too, I'm, I'm too big to go after it. But anyway, the taiva of covet says, When a person has a total as badless of gashmi as a person can hear, he sees the psukim, right and left, and he's telling over the words of the Torah. How could it be that he didn't have any gaiva from it? But we see he didn't. And this is how Moshe Rabbeinu said, if I have this ultimate battles, then that means that I have the koyach to get HaKadosh Baruch Hu to forgive Klal Yisrael. Because I'm holding there. And if you're not going to forgive so that means that I don't have the koyach. It means, why, why can't you forgive them? Because that means that I'm not holding on a high enough level of his batlas to help forgive them. If I'm not holding on a high enough level of his batlas, then how am I going to hear the Torah and not get gaiva to myself and be able to handle it? So therefore, if you're telling me that I'm not holding on the level where I can be mechaper for the help them achieve a kapara, so that means that I'm not holding that I can be able to hear myself and I won't have you read it from it, I won't have gaiva from it, so because then I can't hear this. You're showing I don't have that anava. that I can get a kapar for them. So erase me, So I won't have the arida of of this pride. Either forgive them on my account, or you're telling me that I don't have the anava to be able to handle the praise, and therefore let me not have that that nisayin. Who would be able to hear this? That I'm going to hear my shvach and not get a pride. And if you tell me that I am talking on and I can handle it, and I'm in a position where I can give over the Torah, even though I hear my name mentioned, so in that case, forgive the Jews on the account of me that you're saying I'm holding there. That through the she'eris, through the anav, the remnants, through the chachmuz and anav, you'll forgive the Jews. Uh, and, and this is, uh, and the Farshim talk about, so then why is it that the Farshim say we still suffer from the Egel? But in any event, in any event, we, uh, we, we, we see that, uh, that this was Moshe Rabbeinu's argument, which is a reference reference to Moshe, who is none of that the Malchus ultimately did go back to its Shairesh, and a Raya that through another Yerzoicha to Malchus, through another, you inherit the Eretz, the Eretz, he did the Malchusa, and the Eretz, through another, you're going to inherit the Eretz, which is a reference to Malchus, because of the Eretz, that we see that, that, that uh, through the, the earth rises against him, that, that uh, it's a Bechina of the 
earth is going to, uh, the, the, the earth stands against somebody to punish him, but this punishment is din, is a lashna of Elohim, which we said is malchus. So we said Anav that malchus is associated with anava, and therefore the Talmud Chacham, which is an anav. So we see that ash, uh, but it uh, traces back that ash is the source of malchus, and uh, what we said through an anav, through a Talmud Chacham, a person is able to elevate malchus back up to its source, and ash is Tyra, and Tyra is Talmud Chacham, and through a person saying vidu, he's separating himself out. He's taking off this negative malchus, this negative expression of malchus, this avera that's on his bones, and he takes that off there. Now it has to take the negative structure and rebuild it into a positive structure. He does it by a tamal chacham, and all goes back to its source, where we're able to show that back up, 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 that there is no difference in in in, uh, in, in rachmim and in din, that everything is coming from a kaddish baruch. When we have this picture, we're able to live me'in oilam haba, and we will continue next time.